Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, much-loved coach, beautiful coach, uh, always-on-point coach, seasoned journalist and editor, entrepreneur and certified life coach. She's also a speaker. Coach Matawa Matsopula, beautiful lady, I hear you at home. You're in Dimbopo. You are enjoying yourself. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia, and to the A-teamers. Yes, I am home. Quite cold. I, I thought I was running away from the cold and the rain in Johannesburg, Gauteng, and uh, here I am, and it's raining and cold. Listen, <laughs> but I'm sure you are kept warm uh, with the home-cooked meals and uh, the love yeah. and the family and just the environment that brings nostalgia. I know. That, that's a plus of being home. That's what you are living <laughs> for. Okay. Uh, what are you eating? What are you eating while you're home? <laughs> You know what? Uh, all the traditional foods, you know, yeah. My mouth is watering. Like the prop up. up. Oh, <laughs> my mouth is watering. Cook, not the one we cook in Houghton with a spoon. You know <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know that pop with a spoon. Ay, 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 ay. My, Coach Matawe, are you a microwave pop maker? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. But remember, uh, we use revital effect. Mm. And yeah, you, you know, papaya thing, when you're eating it, you feel like, yeah. Mm. Uh, in my mother tongue, revital boso. Bona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Let's get back to the topic that we are um, tackling this evening. We are talking um, what sort of challenges we can come across when we are caring for our elderly parents, right? And sometimes it's not because, um, you know, we are doing it out of, uh, you know, we like it, we want to do it, but it's out of obligation when our elderly parents are now sickly or they can't provide for themselves financially. Mm -hmm. It's it's quite an, uh, an interesting topic and also it, it hits in so many homes for us as uh, people of color because it happens a lot with us, right? I'm not saying it doesn't happen uh, to white people, but mostly for us it happens. And it's been a normal uh, way of doing things for for years that if uh, you decide you're going to take your your elder, your parent, uh, to, to, to a home to be taken care of there and not be take, not take care of the parent yourself. Uh, they look at you and think, how evil is this child? Why would they do such a thing? <laughs> you know, mm. uh, yeah, it's something that when you do it, uh, we will all look at you with those eyes that uh, are they too modern? Have they just why would they take their parents there, you know? But, yeah, it's it's quite a challenging issue that I think is something that we're going to be dealing with for, 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 for years. But, Coach, why have we stigmatized taking our elderly parents to places of care? 
You know, for 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 some reason, uh, for the, remember that when an outsider doesn't know what's going on inside your home, and they just hear that oh, Matawi just suddenly took her mom to her home, it feels like all oh, this year she gave birth to her, she did everything she could for her to be where she is, who she is. Now the mother uh, needs the help because she's all grown and she can't do a thing, and uh, she's been taken to her home. So you, we, we've put it that way because, in a way, it never represented Ubuntu from where, in different cultures of ours as black people, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember uh, growing up being told, even in, in, in my village, that there is a home where grandparents are, are being taken to. But when they are too old and they can't do a thing... Uh, the elder children will be taking care of them if uh, the, the, the grandparent or had, uh, was fortunate or blessed enough to have many kids, uh, then she will be rotating from one child to another, one child to another like that. They will be taking turns. And why did, why did they do that? Uh, it was also to, 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 to help each other out that one person doesn't carry the whole burden on themselves and be bent out because you get bent out if you're doing it all by yourself and you have no assistance. So yeah, in, in the olden days, our grandparents had many kids, therefore they could rotate taking care of their mom or taking care of, 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 of their father. Uh, and that way... They helped each other a lot because one would not get get burnt out. So you know, I can't take this. I am tired, and now that you become so emotional because you are burdened, you become so you can even be uh, abusive with words towards uh, your, your your elder because now you're feeling you've just taken over my life. Meanwhile, you've not been able to make time for yourself. Now you just get impatient because you're feeling you've just taken over my entire mm. life. You know, when you're talking about the care of uh, elderly parents, especially when they are in need of care uh, physically, um, we haven't even come to the financial side. It sounds like the responsibility has always uh, rested and abjugated on the female children or the daughters-in-law. And perhaps... Back in the day, it was feasible because women would be stay-at-home moms, so they would have the time, the capacity to be able to look after elderly parents. Godwamanje, women are also working. Uh, times yeah. are tough. Uh, so, yeah. so then, what then happens when there is no one to take care of an elderly person in our communities? You see, that's where, because we're moving with times and times are changing, a uh, long time ago what they used to do is that uh, other family members, not even your own children, let's say you may, perhaps you no longer have children or you didn't have children, but other the extended family members will then have to take care of you. But you were never uh, taken to a place called... Uh, to a home or something like that. But things have changed now. And uh, if you know that I I cannot take care of uh, this older person and give them the proper care that they would need, or perhaps they even have uh, certain health issues or chronic illnesses and you don't know how to deal with that, 
taking them to a proper home that you have checked out first and made sure that they will be safe and secure in it and the the level of care that they will need will be provided there might just be an ideal thing. Mm. If you, when you're comparing yourself to uh, and uh, to taking them to a home, you find that taking them to a home is the best option as compared to yourself because you are thinking of their well-being, then that should be the case. Mm, I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you. Um, you know, Coach Matawe, when it comes to making such decisions, you know how we are. It's not mm. just your decision as Coach Matawe. It's no. the decision of the entire family. Mm. What happens then if not everyone agrees? Others say, no, why should we take Ugoko or Umkulu to uh, an old age home where they've got their own house? Mm. Um, where it feels like you're dumping them. Yes. So how, how do we fight that battle? Because then, but no one is available to look after them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've had a family meeting and uh, you or some of the family members are saying we can't take Ugogo to, to a home, but yet they are not available to make sure that Ugogo is well taken care of, uh, then there's an issue there. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that you will be the person physically taking care of them, as you mentioned earlier. Even uh, females, uh, compared to long time ago, they're working. They're no longer housewives or uh, stay at home uh, moms or anything like that. But they work as well. So we and we have busy schedules, right? So you hire a help. You hire a help uh, for as long as you know. Just like we're doing now, with when you've got kids and 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 you 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 have to go to work uh, and. Uh, be able to put food on the table. Many of us have got helps in our homes that when we are working or somewhere else, there is somebody watching over our kids. The same thing uh, would apply, mm. you know. Yeah, now that yeah. uh, you, you've got, they are, I mean, you will have your own kids as well. Now there is Granny or Umkulu. Uh, it does not mean that you should stop working and sit there because we're not we don't stop working when you've got kids. It's just that now, Omundom Dala have gone to a stage of being like a child and they need the same care that you would do as you do to your children by getting assistance. It does not mean you physically have got to do it, but then you must then have the financial muscle of being able to pay the person who will be helping out. Plus, Perhaps medication as well, because, you know, when they get older, there are just so many needs. Right? They've got too many needs. So you've got to be in a financial position to also be able to, to do that. So if a family, family other family members say uh, we can't take the Ugogo or Umkulu to a home, then let's come up with a solution. As a family, let's decide to, to get a nurse or to get a helper who will be a stay-in person to come and assist us. And also 
besides talking about getting that person, also touch on the issue of money to say this is Mkulu's needs or Ugogo's needs in terms of uh, medication and finances. How do we then make sure that we are all contributing towards this to make sure that she or he is well taken care of from all sides? Okay. Because if you don't discuss it, the financial burden will become for that one person who perhaps, let's say, Umkulu or Ugo comes to your home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Now, we've talked about caring. Let's talk about elderly people's behavior. <laughs> okay, ATMs, <laughs> the lines are open. We're having this conversation. It's a very sensitive one because most of us are adults and have elderly parents. So let's talk about, um, you know, your experiences. Are you looking after an elderly parent? Uh, how are you coping with that financially, physically, mentally? How's the rest of the family pulling in? Let's have this conversation. Maybe you can give advice on how we can best do it. 0614-104-107. That's our WhatsApp number. Or you can call in on 086-000-2032. SMS is go to 41391. Coach Matawi, I asked about behavior. You know, yeah. elderly people are infamous for being for being headstrong. What I say goes, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to drink these tablets. No, I'm not going to go for a bath. No, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> so how do you deal with these cheeky elders who are our parents, who are now taking up so much of our time, but they don't want to cooperate? And, and I'm told uh, it goes with that age, apparently. <laughs> you know, just like a kid, you, when you have, you've got a child who reasons, uh, you know, like, okay, you've got to wear that and they start, I don't want to wear that. I want the pink one or I want, I want the yellow one or I don't want to eat that. And when they get older, they also do that. Uh, and they will tell you, I no longer eat this suddenly this is something that they used to like so much or they tell you they want this and minutes later they tell you but i don't eat this Mm. i stopped eating this thing long time ago Uh, because going with age some of them will suffer from uh, amnesias and and, and all of those things you just have to, to we just have to educate ourselves when you are met with that particular behavior to say how do i then deal with this because shouting at them, I tell you, it's not going to solve anything. It might just aggravate uh, uh, the matter. And, uh, yeah, they, they tend to, to become uh, problematic or, or <laughs> problematic is the right word to use, <laughs> where you feel like, you know what, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this because they are just, you know, awakening and end. But if you look at them with the very same care, uh, and uh, same compassion as you would do to uh, your young child to say they are now there, you know, uh, be considerate and be understanding, you know, we're not considerate, be understanding that they're no longer as strong as they used to be. And now, then sometimes that frustration is to obviously those who can no longer do things for themselves. They just get frustrated to say, I used to do this thing, now I can't do it. So as a result, sometimes they act out because of how they feel to say, but why can't I do this thing? Or sometimes others feel like, I've just 
burdens my child. And some parents will say to me, say to you, uh, maybe let's check for a home where you can take me because they say they don't want to deny you to live your life fully because now you've got to take care of them. They actually suggest, hmm. can you take me to a home? But then, you know, Coach, when you are saying, you make it sound easy when you say, I know, just learn how to deal with them. We are also dealing, we are living, we've got challenges, we've got problems. <laughs> we you are know, raising children, <laughs> we are going through jolo relationship uh, traumas. So how yeah. how do we deal and cope with a person who was once my caregiver, my elder, my, yeah. you know, the, the person who gave birth to me. And now I have to, like, change the roles and see them as a child and now be patient with a behavior that was never there before. Yeah. You know where there is a will, there is a way. You, you, you're rightfully saying as if we are dealing and we can never stop dealing for as long as we are alive, right? And we can't say they've stopped us from living, as I said. One has got to make sure that in all of these things, you always find that time where you can just unwind and just be with you so that you don't feel the, the, the burn out. Because challenges will forever be there. But that doesn't say because there are challenges, uh, you cannot uh, have your elder elder parents uh, to, to, to be under your roof or to even take care of them. Uh, because you've got uh, challenges. Because even if you don't have them under your roof, you will still have those challenges. It's just learning how to deal with those the best way that none of you is affected. Yona, I don't want to lie to, to anyone. It's not the easiest thing. As you said, sometimes they buy a kuluma that. Uh, it can even affect the kids, but there must also be that way of saying, hi, umkulu, you know, the way you will speak to the kids so that they understand their granny or their grandfather to say, umkulile, uh, and this is what they would normally do when they're grown, and, and, and just to prepare them. Mm. Okay. And you know, some, some elderly people, you were talking about medication earlier, some of them will pretend to be taking their medication while they are throwing it under their pillow. And then oh, oh, my, oh, now you must shout at your parents and say, Kodwa, Baba, why are you not drinking the medication? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they do act like children and, oh, Lord. Okay, let's go to a voice note. Ah, <laughs> uh, Coach Matawe, let me, let me be a devil's, play a devil's advocate here. What would you say to um, a youngster who will say, it's not my responsibility to look after my parents. Why must I look after them? A friend of mine said that to me once and said, actually, it's not your responsibility to look after your parents. And I was heartbroken. But that question comes up over and over, and over again to say, why is it my responsibility to look about after people maybe who fail to plan their life? How would you respond to that? It's a wow. difficult one. Very sad indeed. Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's difficult, very sad, but also very honest, ne? <laughs> but whose responsibility is it then? 
now uh, this person is old. Remember, getting old, uh, we're all going to get old at, at, at some point, and it has got nothing to do with planning. It's something that is inevitable. We are all going there, right? And uh, perhaps in terms of finances, that's where we can go into say uh, one did not uh, plan better in terms of making sure they've got retirement uh, funds and all of those things. That when now they are old and sitting at home and uh, they not only depending on the grant money, but there is also some money, or they even can still afford to have a medical aid or something like something of that nature. But again, if we say, if I'm going to say uh, it's not my responsibility to take care of my parents, whose responsibility is it then? Whom am I, whom am I moving this responsibility to? Is it my next door neighbors? Uh, is it her, 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 their, their, their siblings, their older siblings? Uh, or are we now saying uh, it's the home's responsibility? Because then if I'm saying it's not my responsibility, the question will be whose responsibility is it then? But then, Coach Matawe, uh, as, as we are now, right, I'm, I'm oh. hoping that, look, I'm, I'm what, 36? I'm hoping that people in my age group and older and even much younger have already started thinking about retirement. Retirement goes hand in hand with ailments, chronic diseases, like you're saying, medical aid. You are planning for it. You are saving for it. You are insured and covered for it. That's my responsibility. So when I am in my 70s and I'm ailing, all these things that I've been planning for, and really it's not easy to take that money out <laughs> mm. when, when you work the way we do, like hustlers, right? <laughs> yeah. Taking yeah. it out is not easy monthly. But when I'm in my 70s, 60s, and I now need it, it kicks in. And yeah. then there's, 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 there's a, a financial advisor who will then tell my children who are now my age that, no, relax, guys. She can afford to be in a, uh, a home where she lives well and she's taken care of, her medical expenses are covered because she's safe for it. So it's my responsibility, isn't it? There I agree with you in terms of saving and making sure that when you are at the retirement age, financially you are taken care of in terms of you've got your own finances to take care of you. I agree with you totally there. Mm. But the money does not physically take care of you. You need people to be present. So even if the money is there, it gives you a choice of, do we then take our mother or our father to a home? There is money in her savings, in her retirement that will pay for that. Or do we get a help at home who will be there full time to take care of our mom and aunt? Still, this person is still your responsibility of is she well taken care of because money yes can be there but when this person is actually ill or they've got they've got to take the medication or they can't do anything for themselves anymore is the money going to bait them no it's not but at least it can afford you help so even if Thank you don't you. end up going to a home you can yeah. get a caregiver who will come and bathe you and feed you and cook for you coming yeah. to your own home. So it's still yeah. my responsibility to make that happen. Yeah. Because I think I, I think what we, we have missed as a society is that our elderly parents, and yes, they're, they're, 
the, the, their time was much different from our time. Yeah. Our elderly parents did not have the opportunities that are now presented to us. Mm. But on the other hand, some who are in their age did have it, and they mm. they didn't have the education, so they couldn't provide for such things. Because it becomes unfair, man. Like, I hear this voice note loud and clearly. Is mm. it my responsibility? Why should it be my responsibility? This person, this A-team, probably has children of their own that they're raising. Yeah. Probably has a wife that they're looking after. Has a future, future plans. So does that mean then your plans stop? They stop you because your elderly parents did not you know, sufficiently think ahead for the future. And if that's the case, when are you going to have enough time and money to start saving for yourself when you're you, older? It creates a spiral effect here. Yeah, that's why I said it, it becomes an unfortunate situation if you're the only child and the whole financial responsibility is on your shoulders and you don't have any other siblings to share this uh, financial responsibility with. But if you are faced with it, because uh, there were circumstances that did not allow your parents uh, to be able to be financially free or even safe for themselves. Unfortunately, there is absolutely nothing you can do about it unless if you then decide to uh, take them to, to, to a home uh, where they can take care of, 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 of them and uh, you are able to do your, your own things. But again, that home, if it's a free home, then you don't have to be paying for it. And, and if it's sitting well with you, because at the end of the day, it's also about you. Are you sleeping well at night or are you feeling guilty that, you know, uh, I shouldn't have done that? If it sits well, then it's, uh, uh, it's fine. I think it's each person for themselves here. And this one is one of those things that if you decide, you know what, uh, this is just too much. Perhaps you're the only child and you all have your own family. Like you're saying, there's wife, there are kids, and you also want to save for your kids so that you don't become the burden that now your parent is to you, right? You mm. want to make sure that when that time comes, your children do not go through the same things that you are now going through with your parents. Therefore, you decide, I'm taking my mom, I'm taking my dad to a home, so that I can be able to do this. If you are fine with it and you feel this will be the best decision that will help my mom out and or my dad out and also be helping me, then 100% do this. But if you're doing it and you're sitting at home, it, you don't even sleep at night because it's eating you out. It's not saving you because now it's affecting even your health, right? Because you're not sleeping. You're thinking about it. Find a way that will work for both you and the older parent. Yeah, I think that's what we need. And we must also bear in mind that even if you can be six siblings in that household, not everyone has the financial muscle or the inclination yeah. to want to chip in. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and sometimes it becomes unfair on those who are more responsible and are always yeah. there for the family. So finances. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Dooley, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. You know, parent. Uh, uh. I think, you know, sometimes it will take a deal of one has to sit down uh, with uh, their 
you sit down, you look at your own finances, how you're spending the patterns, and and then just throw up a budget to say, okay, uh, prior to 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 to, to Ukraine or the grandfather coming through and staying with us, uh, this is how much we used to spend, and this is how much I used to save, and now since they've been living with us, I've been unable to save even hundred rand. Uh, how do I then restructure my finances and make sure that at least I put away 50 rand? It might not be the 100 rand that you were able to put away, but find a way of how can I then put away the 50 rand? Perhaps an assistant of a financial advisor might ask you some of the things, is this necessary? Uh, is this uh, still needed? Or can we cut out on this, cut off this thing, and then replace it with this and that, and making sure that uh, whatever you are taking out is not impacting negatively onto the kids. <laughs> and I'm, I'm emphasizing the kids thing because I want to share a story that uh, happened with us while growing my late grandmother. Uh, she was uh, now blind, and she had to use the tape uh, uh, to be at our uh, our home, or my uncles, or my aunts, and 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 now because of this chronic illnesses, uh, the certain food that she didn't eat, right? Mm-hmm. And you can imagine if you've got to be cooking uh, two different meals every day. Now it got to that point where my mom was like, you know what, she yeah, she just got tired of it that now we were now eating hair diet. Yeah. <laughs> which is not very nice. But very healthy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And but I, we were not that old, uh, and it, it felt like this is torture. And we didn't like it. You know, he was like, mm, it's a this day. Uh I don't like pep. You know the cool thing? We were forced to drink that thing that I thought like this thing is like it doesn't even have taste. I don't know what we're drinking. Like you know, we got to. Lalela, Matau, you're spoiled. <laughs> you you grew up on tap. You were supposed to drink amans water mixed with sugar if you needed sweetened. Well. There was that time, and there was another time where you you had either Ioros or uh, then and uh, she preferred to have her tab and and and. Mm. But again, my grandmother uh, <clears throat> had her own grant money and and all of those things. But I, the thing is that the thing of we can't be cooking. Because uh, too in the house, it became that thing where uh, she doesn't eat salt. And and so sometimes that thing uh, you find yourself eating in yama with no salt, feeling like uh, mm. something is missing. And and so I'm saying whatever that you do, you cutting out to make sure that the finances are still in place. Just make sure that you are not negatively impacting on the kids. And sometimes it will help. Like I said earlier, to say if you sit down with the kids so that they can also understand the situation and uh, have a conversation with them to say, what do you think will work? 
uh, our kids these days are very smart. They will even come up with options and say, hey, Mama, I think you can do this and, and involve them so that they don't feel like you're just taking decisions that for them all the time, even the things they feel like they are more, that uh, we being, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, involve them so that it becomes a joyous thing for them to even have ukogo or umkulu around. They don't look at umkulu and think, yo, uhambani, you know, because <laughs> you're not involving them. Involve them so that nabo, basilobuti, they are playing part, they are playing a role. Now, Coach Matawa, there's other elderly parents who are in real need of help, uh, especially physically if they're ailing, uh, but want to remain independent. They're adamant. Uh, You can tell that they no longer can do things by themselves. They just won't hear of getting help um, or even going to live with any of their children or even considering an old-age home. So how do we deal with, uh, again, stubborn elderly people? who you know need help, but mm, refuse it. Mm. The, the best thing is just to, to, to sit with them down and to show them reverence. And I know you said stubborn, and they will be very stubborn to say, no, but I can't do this, and, 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 and I won't go. I won't go. I can do this myself. And you know, Gucci, they're not going to do it themselves, and they will be calling you to say, time and help. Then you bring that topic up to say, but Utewena, you can do this yourself. So do it yourself or let's go and get you that assistance that we we with we said it's ready to can assist you. Mm-hmm. I know my late grandmother who gave birth to my dad, she was a very strong woman. Uh she did everything. That lady was so strong, hey? Eh? Uh she still cooked even when she was over 80, she was still very strong. And you know, Emakaya, where you've got to, to be pushing the wheelbarrow and get the water and, and that's how strong that uh, brain is, and my brain was, you know. But when you see that uh, now she, this person does no longer have that strength, then they would still love to have it. That's why I said sometimes you can see that they also struggling with it, but Izolo and Jay, I was able to do this, but Izolo has passed today and you're no longer able to do it. They're also trying to adjust and come to terms with the fact that I can no longer do this. And it takes a doing to sit them down and show them reason. They yes, they are stubborn but they are still very much understanding if you do it with love and care to say, I understand and I can see that it's frustrating you, but this is going to help you and it's going to leave. if they insist, okay, okay, let's let you do it and then when they say, Okay, come and help you okay, that helps. That's it's just it's still on the table. Can we bring that help because you can't do it? Are you mm. now agreeing that you can't do it? Oh, and uh, after all, I did use the word stubborn, right? <laughs> Some yeah. of them will tell you, oh, so you are taking me to an early grave. Oh, and they can play on emotions. Mm. Oh, so you don't love me anymore. Oh, it just yeah. only happened today. I'll never call you for help again. Yo, as got that. I think maybe give those who are looking after elderly parents some tips, uh, Coach Matawe, on how to just stay cool, calm, and collected and loving. Loving and also the most important thing, give yourself uh, the time to also rest and the credit. Don't be too hard on yourself. It is not wrong to take a break 
all call for assistance so that you can get your time out. Do that as often as possible so that you have that, you know, a breather. Mm. Because if it's 24-7, really, you might even tend to be abusive. You even push them if you're getting irritated and end. You know, give yourself the time to also just to breathe. And for the things that you can't do, be honest with yourself to say, this I cannot do. Do not break your back or the bank. Go take loans for things that you know you are not able to afford only because you feel if you can't do them, it means you're a, a bad son or a bad daughter. Uh-uh. Still be within your means and don't be too hard on yourself. I actually applaud those who are taking care of older people. It's not easy. Yeah, I agree with you. It can't be easy. It can't be easy. Uh, But uh, we need to hail them. Kudos to them, right? Uh, For doing a great service. Um, Even those who are at, um, you know, who are caregivers looking after elderly people. It might be a job, but it's a job out of love because elderly Mm. people are very sensitive from their diet to how you need to care for them physically, to, to, to just being able to interact with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, kudos, as you're saying, to, to all those people who've, who've offered their, 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 their full time uh, to be taking care of our older people. Because can you imagine uh, the world without older people? <laughs> mm. <laughs> so no kudos to them. Kudos to them because they are doing such a... It's not everyone. It is not everyone who's got their heart. Just like those who are taking care of kids. Uh, not everybody has got their heart. And if you've got their heart, we say, may the Lord bless their heart and continue doing the good job because it's not easy. Coach Matawa, let's round it off there. Thank you so very much. It's been a great pleasure as always. Enjoy being home. Um, and uh, yeah... Bring back some nice goodies. I will. I'm enjoying home as much as I can before I come back to Houghton. And thank you so much. And thank you to the ATM. How do we get in touch with you? Uh, for those who want to get a hold of me for coaching services, I'm on 72 The number again is uh, 72 8930 the coaching services are not for free you can drop me a whatsapp and we take it from there excellent thank you very much coach matawe always a great pleasure thank you so much patricia